Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. I guess so. This was just okay. some BTS chit chat. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, patrons. Um, what am I doing? Oh, I guess we say hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. And welcome, and welcome to Kim and Cat. Kim and Cat. Maybe. maybe we're a horror movie podcast. podcast. We're gonna tell you the entirety of a movie. Spoilers and all. And this week, I'm Kim Burns. And I'm going to listen. And this week, I'm Ketron Porter, and I'm going to talk. I'm feeling much more peppy this week. Much more healthy and sans COVID, sans travel. Yes. Back in action, baby. You got a little pep in your step. Um, I'm so glad you're feeling better. I went to, I'm hoping I don't get sick. Because I went to an amusement park with 22 children yesterday. (laughs) I I was going to ask you about that. And despite them all having to fill out um, health screenings that have very simple questions such as, are you vaccinated? Are you experiencing any symptoms right now? Blah, blah, blah. By the end of the day, uh, one of the girls that had been in my group all day uh, I was like, how are you feeling? Because she started to feel kind of sick, but it was like after a ride that gave her motion sickness. Right. So I was like, oh, that's what it is. And she was like, Been there. oh, I'm fine. Um, I was just throwing up last night, so I'm not feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you little bitch. <laughs> I blame the mom in that instance, like not her. She's like 12 to 14. I don't expect her to make responsible decisions, but sure. Hey, if your kid's been throwing up the night before, don't send them out into the world, please I mean, and thank you. You know, we're not parents. I think kids throw up all the time, to be fair. <laughs> I think those little fuckers are just throwing up constantly. I'm sure mine will. Well, just out of sheer my, karma. <laughs> as my mom said, who ran a, a, a preschool up until a couple months ago, that was fine pre-COVID. 
now it's like you have to assume your kid has COVID sure. and not bring them in. So that's, you know. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. I made some immunity tea. Great. And and I'm even I guess I'm drinking won't. alcohol that has antioxidants in it and vitamin C. <laughs> oh, good. That'll help. Yeah, it's my medicine. I know how I'm drinking it. Tits up. Boop. Bloop. I, um, I guess I won't be able to hang with you then, no? You're going to fucking mask up, bitch. Yeah, I'm going to mask up. Um, Kat and I got to have lunch together this weekend. It was so we nice. Did. It was really fun. Just a um, it was like a, a really strange restaurant in that it... Um, <laughs> was kind of like Grimmauld Place from Harry Potter, if you will, because it was just like, or the tent sure. at the <laughs> World Wizard World Quidditch Cup, where it's like, you can't, it looks like it's going to be something from the outside, a teeny tiny little shack of some kind, and then you go in and it's a mansion inside. Yeah. That it's is wild. Yeah. So we went to a magic hotel. We did. And it was lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, Kim and I don't, like, I don't know. We don't always get to do that just, like, impromptu. Hey, what are you doing right now? Do you want to do something? Like, that our schedules line up in that way. I so know. that was a lovely... I think it's because we have, like, a lot surprise. of scheduled Zoom time throughout the week. So it's like we see each other, but it's not the same when I'm like, I could actually see you in person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, that's that's very much how it is. Um. I don't have anything else. Do you want to hear about a movie? No, I'm excited because I posted the... Oh, you don't? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I'm excited. Oh, okay. Because... (laughs) You bitch. I'm so confused. (laughs) Because I posted the clue today and, like, Mm -hmm. literally no one even, like, guessed anything. There's, like, one guess. No way. Okay. Well, so here we I have go. no idea what it is. Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I am introducing people to um, a new film. I did get it from a list that was like uh, really good horror movies you may not have heard of, or some list like that. So oh, cool. I guess it was accurate. Um, so I watched a movie called Tumbad. It is from India. Mm. And it was directed by Rahi Anil Barve. I, 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 I promise I'm not saying these right. Apologies. Apologies all around. Uh, Anand Gandhi, Adesh Prazad. And then it was written by Mitesh Shah, the three directors. And it's based on works by Narayan Darap. And it was made. It's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. A lot of cooks in the kitchen, but one one of the it's based on like folklore. So one of the writers, to be fair, is like an ancient person. <laughs> I <So. laughs> they were just crediting an ancient the, the based person. on person. Yes, got it. An ancient person. Ancient. That's what How I said. ancient? I'm not sure. I'll, I'll uh, post mortem it. Okay, uh, so this was made in 2018. And here we go. So the screen opens on a quote from our dear friend, Gandhi. Hi. And Gandhi says, the world has enough 
for everyone's needs, but not for everyone's greed. The world is enough for everyone's needs, but not for everyone's greed. Mm. Gandhi. Good job. He was he was a wise feller. Snips to you. Yeah. I um, wonder there's so, so many memes about him. Right? So <laughs> we're hearing voiceover. Even though they're usually mis- misdiagnosed to Misquoted. Marilyn Misdiagnosed. Monroe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're usually misdiagnosed to Marilyn Monroe. I agree. Mahatma Gandhi gets misdiagnosed for Marilyn Monroe a lot. <laughs> That's what I see on the internet all the time. That's how the internet yeah. works. That is how the internet works. Uh, so w- we have a voiceover of someone telling us some lore. Lore. And as we're, as we're listening to the story, we're kind of seeing like ancient uh, wall carvings that are kind of telling the story for us as we're listening. Okay. And so here's a story. The goddess of prosperity is the symbol of unlimited gold and food. And this earth is her womb. When the universe was created, she gave birth to 160 million gods. (laughs) That's a lot of Berbers. Um, But the goddess loved her first child above all. (laughs) What? I just spent like 30 seconds being like, Berbers? Because Berber is like what Scotland it's calls me. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, what? Oh, is she just calling me 160 million gods? No, I guess she I was am. saying babies. Nope, that's what I was saying. I was saying 160 million Berbers. It calls me Berber for Kim Burley Burns. It's B E R B U R. Yeah, something tells me that that nickname was created when we were three sheets to the wind because that sounds no, like a funny conversation. No, it was created out of love. Why can't it be both? Well, I mean like it can be both, but like <laughs> <laughs> it was created out of like cuteness. Why can't it be thrice? <laughs> I hate you. Move on. <laughs> okay. 160 so, million Kimberly Burnses. Yes. But she Goddesses. loved her first. She, she loved her first child the most. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. And <laughs> I am the oldest child. By the way, Kim's the baby. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that says, her that explains a lot. Her first child's name is Haster. Haster. Hi, Haster. And then the voiceover says, but today you won't find his name in any ancient scriptures. And a little boy's voice says, why, Father? Actually, he's like 14. I can just use my own voice. Why, Father? <laughs> Instead um, of your six-year-old voice? <laughs> yeah. You only have one age child <laughs> voice, do. and it's six. So and whenever it's, it's like you're like, whenever it's someone under 18, you use a six-year-old voice. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It doesn't always work. Yeah. <laughs> The 14-year-old says, why, father? And father says, because he wanted all of the goddess's gold and food. He managed getting the gold, but just as he went for the food, all the other gods attacked him. With every blow, Haster shattered into fragments. But before he could resolve into stardust, the goddess saved him. 
but on one condition, that he will never be worshipped and be forgotten forever. For eons, Haster slept in his mother's womb, but one day our ancestors invoked him and built a shrine in his name. Mm. They say since that day, all God's wrath has been reigning on Tumbad. The boy then asks, why did we even wake him up? And I was like, good Great question, question, kid. And is Tumbad a place? A place. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Uh, and we'll get some more explanation of what that means in a little bit. And the father says, because Haster's curse is a boon for us. And the boy says, what do you mean? And the father says, you'll know when you go inside. And he says, inside where? And the father says, the goddess's womb. Oh, wow. Journey to the goddess's womb. Journey to the goddess's womb. So, cut to castle, an Indian castle. It's raining very hard. It is buckets of rain. And there's a woman standing outside the structure, drenched. She's all in red. Her head is shaved. Now she goes in and she's standing in, in a courtyard. So all of these, like, Indian mansions, the, the structure of them is, like, there's a large wall. And then you go through the first gate. And there's, like, a courtyard and then the house. Mm-hmm. So she's standing in the courtyard. And it says, Chapter 1, 1918, Tumbad, India. And I forgot to do Dead or Alive. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm having I'm having a day. She's having her own Mercury and retrograde. That's just like in her apartment, on yeah, her own it's, apartment. It's intense, guys. Um, okay, Vin. Oh, uh, dead. Brother, alive. Interesting. Okay, um, <laughs> mom. <laughs> dead. Uh, Ragov. Alive. Uh, Vin's wife. Dead. Pandurang. Alive. Vin's mistress. Dead. Okay. Chapter 1, 1918, Tumbad, India. She kind of stops before going inside the main... Uh, door and sort of pays respects to this old man sitting on a swing Mm -hmm. on the porch and his eyes look kind of dead so I was like is he blind it's unclear but he's clearly very wealthy we go inside and we have a silhouette of the woman that was just outside um, and a man lying on a bed and she is vigorously jerking the old man off oh okay (laughs) the blind man or a new guy the the blind man it appears And uh, she tells him to hurry up. And he says, it'll take as long as it takes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm with you, buddy. She keeps going. (laughs) Yeah, she keeps going quite vigorously. And she says, I'm afraid I'm not going to get back in time to feed the old woman. And the old man says, don't worry about it. She won't wake up. And she keeps jerk a lurking. So, (laughs) but it kind of like pans over to the wall and there is a statue kind of behind like a cage almost like it's a recessed part of the wall and there's like um, a cage in front of it and it's kind of a fat 
little statue and he's holding a gold coin. Okay. In his in his hands. We're having a real pattern of uh, starting off our movies pretty quickly with blowjobs and handjobs. With blowjobs and handjobs. <laughs> Interesting. It's the new burp smile. <laughs> <laughs> the old Indian guy is just like grumble, 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 grumble. grumble. <laughs> no, this is a hand job though, so it's a different sound. It's <laughs> okay. It's kind of squeaky. It's a little squeaky. That sounded like the bed. It was like or she was also holding some sort of rod of some kind in the. I don't know. It was all in, in the silhouette. <laughs> no, it was like all hand. in silhouette. It was like, I don't know. It was just very much in shadow. So like I had to make a lot of assumptions about what I was seeing. There's no sex happening at all. And <laughs> she's like, like, she's like churning butter. <laughs> Kendra's just making all these weird assumptions. <laughs> no, he's de- definitely getting jerked off. So she keeps jerking. And then she says, you promised me that coin. When can I have it? And he says, it must be earned. And there's Ugh. kind of like, and then she's, she's like, like oh, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> you, you've seen this. Shoot. I should have asked. Um, so now we cut to two young boys who come up to the front gate of another uh, house. It's not a mansion, but it's not a hut. It's, you know, somewhere in between. And the older one, who's Vin, says to his younger brother, um, you know, or no, the young boy asks, where is mom? And the older one says, where else? And the young boy is like, Sarkar's mansion. And the little boy is like, who will feed the old woman? What if she's late? What if she wakes up? Question one, what do you do? What do the boys do? Um, do they feed the old woman themselves? Question mark. And do I do the same? Question mark. <laughs> do, <laughs> do tell. Uh, are you going to feed her? Yeah, I guess so. I don't want her to wake up, clearly. I don't know how I feed her in her sleep, but like... I thought you'd have to wake up to eat, but I don't know what's going on with her. So, well, they're going to give you instructions, so we'll find out. One point. I think you got to mind your own business. So here we go. The older boy unlocks the door. It's always raining. It is always raining so hard in Tumor. <laughs> and he unlocks the second door. We now cut to him making food of some kind, and uh, the little one is like. How do we feed her? Isn't she asleep? And he says, slowly and bite by bite. And the little one says, have you ever done it before? And Vin says, nope. (laughs) Have not. So now we cut to the boys walking to a hallway. How old are these boys? mm, So I would say maybe 14 and 10, let's say. And so now we cut to the boys walking. Very dark house. It's 1918 in India, so it's like there's not really electricity. And the older one is like holding the tray, and then he puts the tray in his brother's hands. He's like, I cooked it, you feed her. (laughs) And he kind of pushes him down the hallway, and he's like, don't be afraid. I'm like, bitch, you're afraid. Don't tell your little brother not to be afraid. And then so the little boy is like walking down very slowly. 
down the dark, dark hallway. And yeah. someone comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it's mom. Hey, mom. She mom, runs mom, down the hallway. Yeah. And she, like, grabs the food and smacks them both upside the head. <laughs> she then takes the food back into, like, the cooking area. And we cut to her preparing it. So, like, clearly. She's, like, fixing it. <laughs> yeah. Vin did not know what the flying fuck he was doing. She now walks down the hallway. And this and is woman from before. Yes. So the mom is is uh, is the jerk off lady. And uh, so she's walking in the hallway and she kind of gives them a look to be like, don't follow me. Don't come down here. We now cut to her cutting the longest, gnarliest toenails. Ah, with like not like a Gross. toenail clipper. Like well, she's I don't think using they had like toenail clippers in 1918, bro. But what I'm saying is like it was like a hardware tool. <laughs> like it was like the equivalent yeah. of like I need to cut my toenails, so rather than using this modern toenail clipper, I'm going to use this circular saw or chainsaw if you will. Um don't like. And we hear like snoring. As she's doing it. So we now see like it kind of pans down and this thing is clearly human shaped, but like the skin is like that of like, like a bog person, uh-huh. like someone who was petrified in an Irish bog 45 million years ago. Like it's, it's, she, she shouldn't be alive. And uh, the ankle has a chain around it, a big giant chain. Oh. Just one. Just one chain. One chain. <laughs> one chain. Where and is it connected to? The bed post. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. So we now cut to the older boy asking mom, like, so she's fed her. She's fed the old lady monster. Okay. And now she's out in the front part of the hall, the house talking to her oldest boy. And uh, the oldest boy is like, did he give you the coin yet? And mom is like, it didn't come up. And the, old, uh, the son is like, the bastard's never going to bring it up himself. And she slaps him and says, don't speak of your father that way. Okay. So her imp- Employer of the sex is also her baby daddy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the young son is like, well, tell him we won't look after the old hag unless he gives it to us. And she says it must be earned. And he's like, being his mistress for 12 years hasn't earned it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I guess he's 12, to be fair. He's the oldest. Yeah. He is not fucking around. So we now hear moaning down the hall. And the mother takes a lantern down there. And we hear the old hag woman moaning, let me go. I don't want it. And the mother is also carrying an axe as well. And there's, like, a hole in the wall where you can see into the old lady's room. You have to, like, kneel down and you can see through. And the mother kneels down and says, sleep, 
or else Haster will come for you. And we hear the old lady fall and start snoring. Okay. Close up of old man face. And then close up of the coin in Haster's hand. We now cut to... And whose hand? Ha- who's Haster? When did Haster come? But like, the when statue. did we see him? The state in the old man's oh, house. The statue the of Haster statue holding the gold. The statue of Haster. Yeah. Okay. And we cut to the old... We cut to the old man now at his funeral. He's dead. He died. He died. He died. Not her. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-mm. No. <clears throat> and he's he's covered in flowers and his mouth is stuffed with herbs and they're like doing a whole ceremony. We now cut to the mother watching the body burn on a pyre floating out onto the lake. Okay. Cut to mother and children running across the countryside to the old hag lady's house. So like from the funeral to the old hag lady's house, still raining, always raining, all the rain. Uh, she's inside making food, and she says, after dinner, we'll start packing and get out of Tumban. We're out of here. I don't have to be the mistress to the fucking lord of Tumban anymore. I'm getting the fuck out of here. The older boy is like, but don't we inherit the mansion? Yeah. The mansion where the old man on. lives. And she's like, oh, yeah, so we can starve in that old ruin? She's like, it's not worth a penny. And to the village, we're outcasts. Oh, so the village of Tumbad is very small, um, but cursed. And everyone believes that. And also she's like the mistress and the bastards of the Lord that just died. Like they're not going to want her to like now inherit that Mm -hmm. space. And so, but the, the, the son is like, but isn't the secret treasure ours too? And she's like, there's no secret treasure. Like, Sarkar spent, Sarkar spent his whole life looking for it and squandered his fortune trying to do so or something like that. And the boy says, well, what about the old woman? And she's like, she's not our problem anymore. And then he says, but she's Sarkar's great-grandmother. So that makes her... Sarkar had to have been... Sarkar's the guy that died. Yes, and he had to have been 70 at the youngest. At the youngest. So great-grandmother would be I mean, 140. Like, yeah, at least. Yeah, so... She's pushing 200. <laughs> yeah, so some, something, something is amiss mm-hmm. here. And the, so the boy says, she's Sarkar's great-grandmother. She must know something about the treasure. And the mom is like, okay, go ask him, bitch. Go ask her. Like, go. Go ahead. If you want to fucking know, go ask the monster where the fucking treasure is, asshole. And she, like, knows he won't. So he, like, doesn't doesn't go. Um, and she kind of is like, that's right, bitch. But, you know, in whatever way moms say like that <laughs> to their kids. <laughs> Or it's, is it just like that, though, actually? I don't, I'm not a mom, so I, I mean, don't... I'm not a mom either, yeah. They're definitely they just thinking say, like, that's right, bitch. <laughs> that's what I'm... <laughs> Little idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Little idiot. Cut to the two boys outside. Vin is making, like, a twig ball. Like, just making a toy. And the young brother is up in a tree. But it is 
that tree looks rotted. It doesn't look like a healthy tree. And he's like sitting in a branch and he asks where they're going. And the older one says, Pune, however you say it, otherwise known as Bug City. And I was like, gross, I'm out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the branch breaks and falls and the kid falls over a, a stone wall. Huh? And so uh, Vin runs around the wall and sees like what looks like his brother like having like broken his neck on a rock. <gasps> no. Like it's not good. Now we know that he's not dead yet because he kind of like twitches his neck a little bit oh, but like no. not it, it's not it's not good like there's definitely like spinal injury brain injury something like that even uh -huh. if he's still alive so we now cut to the mom hopping into a wagon uh to take out to take the knocked out little one to a doctor mm -hmm. and it's like nighttime and they get into this wagon and she's sobbing and she tells the older one to stay behind. And if the old woman wakes up to say the following words, sleep or Haster will come for you. And he's like, what? And she's like, just do it. And I was like, every mom ever just fucking do what I say. So we now cut to, Okay, so now we cut to the older one preparing food for the old the old hag again. Okay. And he's trying to like make whatever it is that they make, but like he tries to like get a like a big pot off a shelf and it's a pot of flour and it falls everywhere. Oh, like he's no. just then. covered in flour. Yeah. So he like he just wastes also flour was expansive back then. He basically like dropped a dropped a pot of money gold. or something gold yeah doubloons i fucking love the word doubloons i love that word just i the look sound for any excuse it? to say it and just like what it means i don't know doubloons is it like that's just so much cooler to have doubloons than money <laughs> sure any excuse i have to say doubloons i take it i mean you just missed it but sure I know. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> cut back to the home where the older one is. Oh, cut back. Oh, I missed this part. Okay. So we cut to the mom in the wagon and she's like sobbing and the little one's not moving. Mm. And the driver says, should we go to the doctor or the graveyard? Oh, no. The doctor. And she's sobbing, and she says, go to the mansion. What the fuck is the mansion going to do? I actually didn't know why she said go to the mansion until my second watch, so I will tell you when I figured it out. We cut back to home where, the, where Vin is trying to clean up the flour, but, like, trying to scoop up flour off of a dirt floor. <laughs> so... Now it's just flour cut with a significant amount of dirt. <laughs> Little idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> and he hears someone. Oh, no. Go to sleep. Singing. And he's terrified. So he takes a lantern and he goes down the hallway and he listens at the door of the old hag. 
who's the one singing? And then a voice comes from inside and says, Who is this little prince? Come here, child. He thinks about going in, but then runs away, and she says, Treasure, do you want it? Uh-oh. Question two, what do you do? What does he do? He's like, give me those doubloons. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say the line that my mom told me. Sleep or Hester will come. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. You only got that double ding because you had a bitch on the end. <laughs> yeah. Double ding. Leave the treasure alone, sir. Find the riches within yourself. Find the doubloons within your own soul. Heart. Soul. He opens it. He goes in. And she's very scary looking. Very hidden in the dark. I can't quite tell how scary she's going to be. But what I see so far is not good. I don't like it. And she looks kind of like... She looks kind of like, you know, Frank, Goop Body Frank, Sexy Frank yes. in Hellraiser? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She kind of looks like his grandma. Goop Body's grandma. But, like, the goop is dried. Ew. Because <laughs> she's old, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You lose a lot of your goop as you get older. Yeah, it gets dry and hard and wrinkly. Yeah. Gross. Mm. Gross. Oh. And then she... Frank. I miss Frank. God. I really do. Goop goop body. So... We also see that she has, like, spikes through her jaw. And... Spikes through her jaw. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know how they're in, but basically it looks like uh, her jaw is, like, wired shut shut with these spikes yeah so she can only open like a very little little bit and so vin comes in and she's like look how awful they treat me locked my jaw closed with spikes feed your poor grandma and vin just cuts right to the chase and he's just like is it in the mansion them doubloons where are they you can have your food once you tell me about the doubloons and she's like Feed me and I'll tell you. Or I could just eat you. Cackle, cackle, grandma. Cackle. Or great, great grandma, I guess you are. Great, yeah, great, great grandma. Um, Cackle, cackle. He runs out of the room and starts frantically making, I don't know, (laughs) dirt porridge or whatever. Yeah, flour meal that's mostly dirt now. And he's trying to remember... The thing to say. Oh my and then, gosh. And then and all of a sudden. Didn't I tell you to write it down? Didn't I tell you to remember it? Didn't I tell it to you so many know. times already? Haven't you heard me say it? Oh my gosh, you little idiot. Little idiot. <laughs> Did this we say. the tale of the little idiot. Uh, before when we were talking about Goop Body that that's specifically from Hellraiser. Did we mention Hellraiser? I said the word Hellraiser. Oh, okay. I thought you just said remember goop body frank and yeah that, no, I, I just wanted to keep the people informed if it wasn't mentioned that we weren't just I, having uh, an inside conversation yeah i got to goop body or i got to hellraiser eventually but it did take me a minute <laughs> to remember we're talking frank about goop body it's from hellraiser 
Yeah. Um, so he's making his dirt dirt meal, and all of a sudden his ankle is clamped. So the other side of the ankle clamp, she got off the bed, un unclamped it from around the bed, the leg of the bed, and clamped him. Oh, now we're clamped together. Now we're clamped together. <laughs> yeah, no, and he's like also struggling. Is she moving? She's out of bed. Yeah, yeah. This is why you don't let her wake up. How? She doesn't look like she can move, <laughs> but bitch can move. How's her body st- still together? <laughs> I mean, it's not great. It's not great. But also, like, if you're 140 years old and you're, you're, your skin is made of dried up goop, like, I don't think that the laws of aging and physics are necessarily <laughs> something that you're adhering to. So, you know, how is she moving? I, magic. magic. At this point, it's all magic. Yeah. So she is like, oh, you forgot his name. And we can see that he's like trying to remember the phrase. And she starts dragging him down the hall. Oh, no. Grandma. And like like, she's not trying. She's just walking. Put me down, Grandma. Yeah. And little Vin is just like "Ah!" getting dragged down the hallway. Um, And drags him back to her room. Oh, and also he set the house on fire, too. From cooking? From the lantern when she dragged oh. him. It, like, set something oh, on fire. Oh, my goodness gracious. This so is now the house day. is on fire. Yeah, it's not going... It's He's having the kind of day I was having before I signed on. Exactly the same. His, his mercury is in retrograde as well. Um, so he's dragged into the room... I didn't even ask this as a question because, like, his options are not a lot. He just kind of, like, hides under the bed. But he's not really hiding because she's connected to him. So, like, it's not like she (laughs) she just kind of has to follow the rope or follow the chain, you know. I feel like I know what I would do, though, if you asked it. Uh, Well, I have a question coming up and then I'll I'll ask. Tell me what you would do. Yeah. So he kind of hides under the bed, but then the bed is just like a wooden slab. So like there's a hole in the bed and she pulls his head up through it and she's just like leaning over him and he's like trying to like remember what to say. She pulls the spikes out of her jaw and is just like oozing bark blood on his head. And he just has his mouth open as wide as he could possibly have it. No, close your mouth. Close your mouth. Please close your mouth. But he doesn't. He's like, ah, like he's ready for it. Ew. Um, It's gross. And uh, barf blood, barf blood, barf blood. And she's about to stab him with one of the jaw spikes when he remembers the phrase and the name. Question three. What is Sleep it? Sleep or Hester will come. Yay. Very good. It's Hester, but I gave it to you anyway. Oh, thank you. That was just my accent. Yeah, it was just your accent. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Water. <laughs> so he screams it. She gets scared, backs away. And he says the whole phrase now. So first he just yells, Hester! And she's like, ah, you remembered his name. And then he says the phrase, sleep now or Hester will come for you. And she falls asleep immediately. What is happening? 
So this bitch is crazy and will try to kill you unless you tell her to go to, to sleep. Go to sleep. Sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now we cut to mom. Oh, no. Coming into the home. Sobbing. Oh, God. This is too sad. Vin, I was very grateful, though, that, like, the death of the child was, we really, like, he didn't look gruesome we didn't see him fall we didn't see him crack his head he didn't look gruesome when they showed us like the shot of his face and then we never see him again like we don't they they didn't like linger on little buddy the gruesomeness of it so uh vin asks where his little brother is and she just sobs oh bummerville yeah talk about bummers yeah so now we cut to them on a boat floating away from a pyre again. So, like, we can assume that's the little boy's body floating right. away. But they're also on a boat to go down the, I don't know, Tigris R- River, maybe. Um, I don't know what rivers are in India. And Vin is like, is like, come on, we still have time. We still have time. And he's like, we'll tie her up and get it out of her. And he's like, let's go back. And she tells him to shut up and hands him the gold coin she took from Sarkar. That's why she went back to the mansion. Because she basically... She basically was like, my kid's dead. We have to get out of Tumbad. I don't feel like I have another choice. I'm going to go steal this gold coin and we'll at least have this this gold coin to make a new life in Pune city. Right. It's not even stealing bitch owes you that at least. Yeah, totally a thousand percent. So she tells him to shut up, hands him the gold coin. Um, but he doesn't stop. Like basically she handed it to him to be like, Shh, here's a gold coin. Like, yeah. And he's like, but there's the a end. whole treasure. Yeah. And then he says, he's like, we can torture her and get it out of her. This kid is ruthless. So question four, what do you decide to do and what does mom decide to do? I mean, I'm going to be like, nah, bro, we got a gold coin. We're going to go start our new life. Forget that this ever happened. (laughs) Forget that that lady ever existed. Yeah. Uh, Forget that I was a mistress to an old man for 12 years and that he's your dad. Let's just start over. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I mean, are you going to torture an old 140 year old lady or what, bitch? I feel like she's not, but it seems like that would be the movie. (laughs) 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 It would just be like the end. Yeah. We started a new life. Yep. Unless she follows them somehow. Spiritually. She spiritually follows them. Yeah. Uh, I guess she goes fucking back. Question mark? Point for him. No, she starts freaking out and threatening to throw him off the boat if he that keeps seems trying to go more back like to like what Tumbad. I thought. I should have trusted my gut. Yeah. And she straight up says, like, idiot. I'll kill you. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's worse than that. She's like, I'm going to kill you, you idiot. Oh, that was to myself. And that was me to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> me to me. Just kidding. And I love you. 
don't talk to my friend that way. Okay, thank you. You're the best. Oh, great. Oh, Aww. thanks for standing I up for you. my I love friend. You too. Thank you. You're so smart. <laughs> oh, you're so smart too. <laughs> We're don't the smartest. Pretty. Um, so she's like, "Don't ever return to Tumbad, or I'll kill you. Swear it. Swear it." And then she says. I wish you had died instead of your brother. <gasps> That's never good, Mom. That's going to stick. That's never good. That's one That's... you got to never say. That's really That's... That He's going to need yeah. more doubloons for therapy for that he's one. He's going to need so many more therapy doubloons. And... So he takes the coin and, like, holds it over the water, being like, calm down or I'll do it. And she's like, go ahead. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm concerned about being, like, fucking cursed or stoned in the village square or some shit. Like, just don't go back to Tumbad. Throw the coin away if you want, idiot. And he doesn't because she calls his bluff. And she's like, you can't because you're a greedy little bastard. Mm. I was like... Like, mom, mom, you can't. I mean, he does seem like a gritty little bastard and he is, in fact, a literal bastard. But I don't think you get to say that as a mom. Yeah. Also, you don't get to say it. Fucking nothing wrong with that. Power to the bastards. Power to the bastards. That's true. That's true. She was just stating a fact about the bastard bastard. But you're not greedy. No, I'm not. You're not greedy at all. So... She's like hitting him and he stops her and is like, okay, okay, I'll never come back. Okay, okay, I'll never come back. Sure. So she calms down. Chapter two. I was just going to be like, cut to chapter two. Oh, shit. 20 years later. <laughs> 15 years later. Hey, did I write this movie? Am I an you ancient person who wrote this movie? Are you a dried up goop body? So... Am I Mahatma Gandhi? <laughs> you are Kim. You guys, spoiler alert. We're going to wait until the 400th episode to reveal this, but Kim is Mahatma Gandhi. Emphasis on the high. Hey. 15 years later, <laughs> a man gets out of a car in the rain. And Uh-oh. we know where it rains. We do. He's got a stick, like a walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> not a hitting stick no. not a magic stick hey. uh, remember what's remember like Sophia would only ever request that song any literally anywhere that we went Everywhere even if it we was went. like a fancy French restaurant she'd be like you play, play magic stick <laughs> I love that um, shout out to Sophia Zolan she's a really funny comedian so you guys should like follow her and shit Check her out. he also has like a giant canteen you know to survive and we now cut to him sure. walking. The things yeah. you need to survive. Or to, ju- I mean, a really. A stick in a canteen. He didn't even need to bring water in it. He could just hold it open and the rain just <laughs> pouring down will fill it immediately. So cut to him walking at night with a lantern. So like this is a little bit of a trek where he's going. And we cut to him walking into the house, the mansion. The mansion. No, no, not the mansion. The house. Sorry. The house. The house. They look very similar from the outside. So I had to wait till we got in the door before I knew which we were in. We're in the house. So it has now been completely taken over by trees and vines 
and like almost look like like the vines and trees are so and the spider webs are so crazy it almost looks like blood vessels like it almost looks like an alive in inside mm-hmm. of a monster kind of thing and he comes upon a hole in the wall that we recognize as the room to the old hag lady and he goes in now let me tell you a little something this is our boy vin 15 years later in case you hadn't guessed and here's what vin turned into a daddy. Hey, you greedy little bastard. Of course you did. Yeah, like a daddy daddy. daddy. Hey. Like I was like, hi. And he's just like rained on and he's like wearing a wife respecter. Ooh, and he's just like kind of sweaty and dirty. And I was like, hi. Um, so he's like in a web of vines and trees and, and spider webs and kind of like trying to get through it, you know? And then he finds a chain Mm. and he pulls at it and it's still attached to an old, old ankle. (laughs) What? And he follows that body up (laughs) to the head. And sure enough, there, there's, there's what we can consider a head-shaped mound. <laughs> Gross. And there does appear to be something still beating. How is this bitch still alive? What kind Isn't of magic? Isn't that a mystery? And we now see that a tree has literally grown through the torso of the old lady. Through her. And he's like, yeah. And so he like touches the old dusty tree head mound and she, and he's like poking at it and she's like, (coughs) Ah. and it totally reminded me of that scene in seven. Yes. It was like that. And so she's, you know, she's not even, she's not even dried up goop body anymore. She's a tree. Dusty tree root yeah and she's like my child you came back and then she starts laughing maniacally (laughs) and vin starts laughing maniacally like (laughs) grandma a tree grew out of you and it like pans out he's just like laughing just maniacally (laughs) and so now we cut to him in the same place and he's like kneeling, you know, like sitting, sitting next to her and he, he has like a little fire going and he's like making a little food right by her head. And we clearly come in in the, we clearly come in in the middle of a story because he asks her, so why didn't they banish you after your husband died? Now this is something I want to postmortem because... I'm concerned that that was something that happened to women in this area of the world in this time period, that if your husband died, you were like, goodbye, you're worthless now. I think. So I'm going to look that up. Um, And she says, 
they didn't banish me because I was the fastest at climbing down the well and bringing up gold coins. She says, but don't go down there. The last time someone did it, it turned me into a monster. And she says, but you can release me. You can't stop my eternal hunger, but you can end my pain. And she says, give me that fire, bitch. So she goes on to say, he's like still asking more questions. And she goes on to say, going into the womb will be your choice. But everything that happens after that won't be. Question, uh, then she says, nothing you inherit, not everything you inherit should be claimed. Question five, what do you do? What does he do? I guess he goes into the womb. Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, we'll find out. I am. Um, I'm going to take my stick and I take my canteen. And I'm going to be like, all right, Meemaw, good catch <laughs> up with you. Uh, yep. Goodbye Adios. forever. <laughs> I was going to say see you later, but I won't. I'm leaving forever. Good luck yeah, with I that won't be seeing tree you later. life. I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to die somehow? Maybe? I don't she know. Does. She does. She very much wants you to set her on fire. She's, oh. she's really wanting that sweet, sweet fire. Very badly. So Vin says, if I don't go, someone else will. And she says, you're a greedy bastard. And he says, it's my only quality. <laughs> I mean, know thyself. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess good on you for your self-awareness, <laughs> I guess. But maybe like take a different route with that step one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, acknowledgement is just the first step. (laughs) Yeah. So now we cut Uh, to him in the rain again. It only rains in Tumbad. Walking into the mansion now. So he's inside the overgrown courtyard now. He's like sitting in the old man's swing. And then we see the days and days and days are passing. And he's all overgrown now. He's got like a beard and shaggy hair. But still a daddy. But st- very much still a daddy. <laughs> there, there's at no point is he not. He, daddy. <laughs> a greedy, greedy daddy <laughs> man. <laughs> greedy, greedy daddy man. <laughs> so he's you know, trying to find, trying to find them doubloons and he's knocking down walls and all this shit. And he's looking for a well, we cut to him back with the old hag and he's now like, are you sure you want this? And she says, yes. And he sets her on fire. Okay. All right. So something went on at the mansion. We didn't see the culmination of it. He came back to the old lady. Presumably he got what he came for, so he agreed to light her on fire, is what we can assume. Okay. 
but it's it was a little unclear because I'm looking at dubbed subtitles and things like that. But that that is that's what happened. So but we don't know what happened at the mansion yet. So now we cut to Pune City. All right. And it's a bustling city. And there's a bunch of women sitting outside of a building and they're all cutting fabric, you know, um, chatting. And uh, we see that there's a sign above whatever door he's about to go into that says freshly ground wheat. And he gets pissed and we don't know why. And he walks in and all the women kind of start clucking and shouting at him. And one woman in the corner is like, "Uh, you were gone so long. I had to do something. And she's like backing away and crying. And he starts flipping out. And he's like, oh, you want to be an independent woman now? You want to be free? And he like knocks over a bunch of flour, chases her upstairs. And we realize it's his wife. And they hate fuck. Okay. Up in the attic. Wow. So basically he's mad at her for trying to make money while he's gone for an indeterminate amount of days. Right. Um, and just says, like, don't you know that I'll make you a queen? I'll buy you all the wheat you want. And she's like, no. I mean, that's the problem. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that you were even coming back. Like, literally, that's the entire issue that we're having right now. Um, so they fuck whatever. And <laughs> so now we cut to Vin, all clean shaven, still a daddy. <laughs> Hair slicked back. He's like in his normal clothes, not wearing dirt and sweat and rain. And he's ringing the bell and an old opium seller comes to the door. His name is Ragov. (laughs) And saying, he's like talking like they're clearly friends or whatever. And Ragov is saying that he's in talks to buy his own den from a British soldier. So it appears that he sells opium, but like he doesn't have his own you know, lounge, opium lounge. I'd like and an opium lounge. I'd like to lounge on an opium it. lounge. Yeah, I mean, it looks really loungy. Seems from very relaxing. Just lots of pillows. Yeah, so many pillows. Colors, dim lighting. Just chill vibes. I don't know why I picture a lot of like naked people, naked daddies around. <laughs> right. I don't know if that's, that's what my opium den has too. Yeah. Lots of naked daddies. So, I mean, I think you get addicted pretty quickly, but like to the naked daddies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. You're just like grumble, 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 grumble. Yeah. All over the and place. Everyone's like, you know there's opium here, right? Like, what? Grumble, <laughs> grumble. You're just like, I can't see the opium through the daddies. <laughs> it then comes out that Vin owes Ragov money. Vin owes Ragov money. Okay. And Ragov says, the interest you owe me is like more than the principal now. God so like, damn it. Like you don't interest. Yeah. So like, it's basically like student loans. Like he's like, you're never paying this off. Like there, it's not possible for you to ever pay this off. So why don't you work for me for three months and we'll call it even. And Vin says, Nope, but here's a gold coin. Wants him to be an opium daddy. Yeah. He's like, here's a gold coin worth more than 
what okay, I owe you. Okay, so he did get some treasure. Yep, and Rogov is like, is it stolen, bitch? Because, like, I'm not trying to have stolen contraband all up in my piece while I'm trying to get an opium den deal worked out for the daddies. <laughs> opium daddy den. Yes. That's what is we're calling it. Business that we're yep, starting? opium daddy den. And uh, so, so what's his name? Vin is like, nope, it's not stolen. It's ancestral. And I can get more, is what he says. Interesting. Okay. So now we cut to him getting more and more. So we're like seeing a montage now. Okay. So here's what we see in the montage. Him getting more, uh, him taking, but we don't see how he gets it yet necessarily. Okay. But we see that he's gotten more. He takes it to Ragov. Ragov, you know, invests it, whatever. Um, his wife grinding flour, like it, can, she's continuing to grind flour. <laughs> him driving to the mansion, a bucket going into a well, um, uh, counting lots of money. And then Raghav asks him is, if he's from Tumbad. So Tumbad appears to be like a very well-known tiny little village, mm-hmm. I think because of Haster's the curse. curse. But, like, very few people are actually from there and also, like, may not admit it if they were is kind of the sense that I get. And Vin is like, yes, but, like, very nonchalantly, still kind of counting as doubloons. And Raghav is like, they say there is wealth in Sarkar's mansion. And Vin says, there is. Go. Loot it. See if you can do it. Go ahead. And then there's like a weird silence. And then they both laugh. (laughs) 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 Very weird. Okay. (laughs) Then we cut to a scene where he hands Raghav two coins and Raghav says, just two? And uh, Vin kind of gives him a look. And Raghav is like, can't you just get all the coins? Like, why why does it always kind of come piecemeal? Right, right. You know? Cut to biceps. Hey, daddy. Why do we have biceps? Hold on. I wrote nothing else. I just wrote biceps. That is. With hearts next to it. Yep. Okay. Cut. We see that he's uh, in the mansion again. Okay. So this is all kind of quick scenes. So it's like some dialogue is happening. Some montage is happening. He's back in, in the, in the, in the mansion. Like, going to do whatever he has to do to get more coins, which makes him sweaty and dirty. We now cut to him giving more. And Raghav being like, I actually don't have the money for these now. Like, I, you've given me too many coins. I now, you've now, like, bought me out. Like, I can't oh, pay okay. you for the amount of coins you've now given me. And Vin now says, cool. Well, now you owe me money. Yeah. Okay. Vin's coming up in the world. I don't think I understand that situation, but okay. Basically, he's like... Like, how uh, do you give him too much? Why does why didn't there become a point where he was like, and we're even? He was even after one coin. He was even after one coin. Okay, so that why are we giving more coins? Because Raghav was buying them. He was giving him the amount that the coins were worth. Every time he came back with coins, they were gold, and he was giving him goods or 
paper money or whatever. And so he's come back okay. and he's like, I now don't have enough. Like you've. Why? I, I, he want I'm, the coins. I'm, ca- I'm cash poor and gold rich. <laughs> basically okay. what I'm getting. Because now <laughs> Raghav, what Raghav is trying to do is turn those coins around for a profit. Like he's buying gold and he's trying to turn that around for and a then profit. He's sell the gold? The, yeah. I mean, that's basically how our system works as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because um, the price of gold changes. So it's like, it's kind of like investing in the stock market almost. It's like you buy at a certain level and then you hope that the price of gold goes up and then you can sell that gold back for a profit. Interesting. Yeah. Cut to a soldier. And he kind of stops Ragov in the street and he's like, still want to buy that opium den permit? And Ragov is like, yeah, I'm still trying to get the money for it. And I'm like, sell some of your gold coins, man. I thought you had money. What's happening? Ragov just seems like a bad businessman, honestly. As I said, he's he's gold rich and cash poor, it appears. And uh, the soldier is like, you have one month for this deal have one that month. I have. Okay. For your daddy den. Den. I mean, daddy daddy um, daddy-um den. (laughs) Daddy-um den. Daddy-yum den. (laughs) Oh, because you are shortening opium. That's what that's what your mouth is. Yeah, not on purpose. It sounds like, I mean, it's a great idea, honestly. But it wasn't done on purpose. (laughs) My daddy-opium den was my daddy-um den. But we're definitely calling our den the daddy-um den. Yeah, for sure. So, cut to Vin's house, and Raghav is there talking to Vin's wife, the one he hate fucked in the attic, and she's telling this very upsetting story, and they're all laughing. But she's like, we come in on the middle of the story and she's like, I was so angry at the woman and I wished my, so I wished my mother would die. And then she did. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes, and then two more people that I wish dead ended up dying too. (laughs) (laughs) Very casually. People be ruthless over here. (laughs) Just know that piece of information never comes back. (laughs) That was just a chill story that she was telling, that she thinks about people being dead and then they die. There is no clue. There's nothing for you to remember in that. I'm just telling you about who this woman is. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so uh, so Ra- Raghav is casually like, ha, 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 you kill people with your thoughts. Anyway, <laughs> where does your husband get those coins? And she says, I don't know. Because he, he basically like, he suspects they're from the mansion in Tumbad. Yeah. But he's like, that's fucking storybooks. Like, really? Like, am I? Right. Like, that's like that a really magical bean or something. Yeah. And magical bean. She, she says, I don't know. And then Vin comes back. And he's like, weren't you supposed to be here tomorrow? And Raghav is like, oh, I was just passing by. And also your consignment came in. And his consignment was something he bought, and I guess he had it shipped to Ragov's place. And it's a phonograph. A phonograph. With the big, like, the Which big... Which is to play music? Records. Oh, 
fun. Mm. But it had like the, the little big bit tuba at the end. Yeah. Yep. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, blah, blah, blah. The wife says something about, uh, oh, this is why I wrote this. Because we get a sense of like how greedy um, Vin. Vin is. Uh, he makes some snide comment about like, what are you, a freedom fighter now? To his wife. Because remember, India is under British. Oh, uh, right. Because we're in like rule. 1933 or something. Yeah. And so he makes some joke about her being a freedom fighter. And she goes, actually, I am a freedom fighter. She's like, our neighbor took me to a bonfire protest and told us to bring our English goods. She's like, but I just brought that English doll that you have. And he kind of looks at her like he's going to be mad. But then he goes, that's fine. It was only 10 rupees. So, like, he's only concerned with, like, how much things cost. Uh, Then Raghav is like, you know... You look like someone who needs a motorbike. And I just so happen to have one out here that I can sell to you. And trying to sell him his. And he walks out, walks him out. And Raghav turns back and is like, you should make me your business partner to Vin. Oh, Raghav. Because basically he says like, he's like, you like bring in all this money. But like, I know how to like handle accounts basically. Like, right. And then I'm like. But do you? Aren't you the one that like, just ran out? Yeah. <laughs> so he says, make me your business partner. Question six. What do you do? What does Vin do? I think, um, good Lord. I think that he does. Do I think that he does? I think that he, I think that he does. No, you know what? I think that he doesn't. Okay. How about you? And I don't know. I don't want to be involved in this situation at all. But you are. You're, uh, you're, a, main, you're a main investor in the daddium den. <laughs> I forgot about the daddy. You can't den. back out of your contract. Um, I mean, sure. Why the fuck not? So you think he doesn't, and you do? Yep. I could probably use some help. Even though I guess I have an endless supply of doubloons. Wait, sorry. You said he does not. He does not. And you do. Do. One point. He... He does. He does. Not. not. He does not. <laughs> and and you and you should not. Great. Okay. Uh, but I had to think about that for a second, what the repercussions were, but I think I'm right. So he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And Raghav is like crestfallen. He's so upset. And so Vin is like, but you know what? If you ever need anything, anything at all, just ask. And I was like, this is your moment, man. This is your moment. You ask him to be your partner in the daddyum den. Come on, <laughs> Rogoff. And he doesn't. He just, like, walks away. I guess his pride was shaken or something. Pride foils us again. So now we cut to Vin learning to ride Rogoff's bike. So he did buy his motorbike. Mm-hmm. And now we cut to the birth of Raghav's son, the birth of Vin's son. And it's a very luxurious affair. 
It is very, he's living a very opulent life now. He is, he's moving on That's up. That's what he wanted in life. All of, his whole yeah. life. That's all he's wanted. Yeah. So now we cut to the soldier telling Rogov that he's reduced his cut to 2000. My promotion came through. This is your last chance to be rich. You have two days, motherfucker. This daddium den is still on the market. Are you going to take it? Rogov is like, I'm trying. And now we cut to Vin on the motorbike, motorbiking to the mansion, cut to Rogov carrying his bike up the stairs because now he doesn't have a motorbike. He's got a pedal bike. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say? I was going to say bicycle, but then you said pedal bike. So then I was like, (laughs) (laughs) then I just stopped altogether. I was just behind. It was too far behind. Yeah, Yeah, I got the stop. (laughs) I did get that part. It was just too far behind. I just gave up. Yeah. Before that I happens started. to you a lot because I'm, I'm I'm realizing that that's that's the downfall a lot of times. Like, <laughs> what's in the box? You you, you latch on too quick and then it comes it just comes out. What's in the box? <laughs> I just get a little behind. I'm just a little behind. Just a little behind. I'm, my brain moves a little slower sometimes. Mm-hmm. To think of the words. I'm always fighting for the words in this little swamp of a brain. <laughs> so, cut to Ragov, inside with Vin. And he's now saying, he's like, you know that $803 that I owe you? Well, I paid $803 for her. And he's like, who the fuck is that? And he's like, it's my son's widow, I think he says. So it's my daughter-in-law. And unless you buy her, like, they're going to banish her. So there's the banishment <gasps> The banishing again. happens again. And so he's like, here's your payment of that $803 I owe you. Here's a live human person. <laughs> I hate this. That was, in fact, part of my family that I'm selling to you wow uh, wow 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 yeah um now the wife comes in with the newborn son do you know that india to like, this day has like a very large population of like slavery yes because they of still the, caste have the caste system, system. Yep. yeah and they still have like very upsetting ways of treating and dealing with females for sure yeah yeah, I, I will never forget um, a friend of mine, Ritu, who is Indian. Her, her, she's first gen. And so she still has a lot of family in, in India. And she came back from like a month in India staying with her family. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just I've always wanted to go to India. And she looks me dead in the eye. She goes, don't. <laughs> and I was like, why? And she's like, don't just don't. She was like, I am like, she didn't say like of an upper caste. Cause like, obviously she doesn't adhere to that, but like she like suggested she, like she's well off. She's not yeah. like having to fend for herself. And she was like, and I literally like can't leave the, I don't leave the, the gates, gates of my, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard that. Although like, India okay. did change my boss's life and he's been many, many times. And so is his sister and stuff. So yeah. I think if you're going for, I, like spiritual reasons to go to like specific places, Right. And stuff like that to kind of like do the spiritual thing. Whereas like she's going, you know, for a family reunion. Be a 
tour. I mean, I know people have got on like touristy reasons too, but yeah. they have said similar things to that. Yeah. So the wife comes in with a newborn son and she's like, who is she? (laughs) I didn't know we were on Seeking Sister Wife. You didn't tell me that the cameras from TLC would be here. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) And Vin is quick on his feet and he says, didn't you want a maid? Here, here's Uh one. And the wife is still apprehensive, but also like a woman. So she can't be like, no, thank you. So she's like, where will she stay? And Vin is like, upstairs. And she just kind of like leaves, like kind of defeated. Like, what is she going to say? And he is just looking her, looking at her with boners. No. Like as she walks it, just so many boners. Like, you know how like, like the Indian, the Hindu God has eight arms. He's got eight boners, boners all over. Yeah. yeah. And, so now we cut to nighttime and he hears something above him and the wife is asleep and there's some sort of like, I guess she's kind of in an attic cause she kind of opens like a attic door and she leans down and she says to Vin, if you give me another 50 rupee or whatever, she's holding like a, a bill of some kind. If you give me another 50, I'll tell you where I got this 50 question seven. Mm. What do you do? What does Vin do? I'm going to be like, no, thank you. I have an endless well of money, so I'm good. Here's why don't I just give you a whole bunch of rupee that I have to spare and you go live your life and be happy. Thank you so much. I love that for you. Um, I think he can't hold back. I think he cannot fucking deny himself. Trying to get that, those doubloons, those sweet, sweet doubloons, because he's a greedy, greedy, greedy bastard. bastard. It's the one thing we know about him. Yeah. So he says, what if it's not worth that? And she says, what if it's worth millions? And so he comes up the ladder and they immediately start making out. Oh, shit. And as they're making out, she says, Raghav gave it to me. To make sure that you don't leave your house for the next two days. Okay. Raghav how gave did, me How 50 does that bucks. equal more then? Because that's now information. Like basically, it's not that he'll now be able to like go, oh, that now I'll go to the secret stack of 50s okay. that you found. Okay. It's that the information I'm giving you may be worth more than 50. Got it, got it, got it. So now it's like, why did Raghav want me gone for two days? Exactly. So question eight, what do you do? What does Vin do? (laughs) I'm going to fucking take off my clothes and get off for two days. (laughs) No, I think hand in hand, we're both going to be like, that motherfucker. We're going to go... I'm going to go spy on him. Like, I'm going to okay. follow him around to be like, what's this guy getting up to, see? Okay. I think he's going to go and, like, confront him. Uh, zero points. Uh, you should have stayed. Stayed and fucked? And fucked the maid. Um, the curiosity got the cat. It did. It did. It got the cat. Um, he does what you did. And he goes and spies on him. Oh, 
I'll tell you how that all plays out. So <laughs> please do. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to hear the one of your rest of the movie? <laughs> I'd like to. Yeah. So is there a chapter we, three? The, there is a chapter three. So we cut to Ragov at the mansion. So he said, Lore be damned. I'm going to go to Tumbad uh, and this okay. mythical mansion and see if the storybooks are true because where the fuck is this motherfucker getting all these fucking doubloons? Right. And I'm trying to buy my daddyum den. Like he's like, I'm trying to get my own gold coins. Which I'm like, why don't you just sell them once you have? I don't know how your account- accounting works. You don't seem like a very good accountant. I thought you had lots of money. What is going on? I know. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, like, what are you so doing with all the gold coins the that he gold keeps coins. that he's been giving you? Yeah, yeah, it's very. I'm I'm unclear. I think he needs to take some sort of like financial course <laughs> of some kind because he doesn't seem to be doing well with it. So he's lanterning around, okay, and he finds a well, but it's just like a very small hole. Like a person couldn't fit down it. But it's basically evidence that there is, in fact, like an underground well Uh here. Keeps lanterning around. And then we see that Vin is watching him from the rafters. And Vin is, like, looking at him through, like, a hole. And he basically, like, makes a sound with his stick and then runs away. So when Raghav looks out the window, he had heard a sound, so he goes and follows the sound. So he's basically, like, leading Raghav to follow him, but doesn't want Raghav to know that he knows that he's there. Right. It's like that Friends episode. Maybe (laughs) they they know know that we know know that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then then Vin lets Raghav see him lift this pot out of the ground, this clay pot, okay? He then lets Raghav watch him climb down into a hole in the courtyard by a rope ladder, okay? So... (laughs) Go on. Raghav is watching Vin do things? Yes. Yes, and Vin wants Raghav to watch him. I get that part, but I thought yeah. that Vin was hiding in the rafters so he didn't see him. I guess I don't get that part. I guess that's the part I don't get. Yeah, basically what he was like, he didn't, unless he had gotten Raghav's attention, it's such a big area, unless he had gotten Raghav's attention, Raghav would have never gone to the place he needed him to go to see him going down the rope ladder into the well. But he couldn't be like, hey, Ragov, come watch me do this. But you don't know I'm here. So Vin followed Ragov there, but then started doing things. So that Ragov was following him him through the mansion. Yes. Interesting technique. Yes. So we see, cut to, a little time has passed. We now see Raghav watching Vin come back up from the well. So something happened down in the well. Um, uh, Vin is looking like a sweaty, dirty daddy. Mm-hmm. And Vin, like him. Yep. And Vin takes some gold coins out of his hand and looks at them. Ah, oh, yes, there are my gold coins. <laughs> I hope no one sees what I'm doing. <laughs> Puts them back into his pocket. 
So, uh, so Rogov sees him do that, and then Vin leaves. Okay, so here's what Rogov saw Vin do. He saw him pull some sort of clay pot out of the ground. He saw him take that clay pot down into the well that's underneath the foundation by a rope ladder. He then saw him come back up and, oh, look, now he has gold coins. Okay. okay. So that's what Ragav saw. Question nine. What do you do? What is Ragav I mean, do? Ragav's going to fucking rinse and repeat. Do the same exact thing. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, why am I here? <laughs> I'm gonna get my daddy umd in. Daddy umd in. It's not a good idea. I'm not gonna stay. I feel alive. like we'd be better. I really feel like we'd be. We'd get our daddy umd in without having to like find. I mean, curse I'm gonna go take blooms. an accounting class. Honestly, like, what am For I doing real? with my fucking doubloons? Where are these doubloons going? I don't understand. Maybe he's opiating them then. Oh, opiating, opium. I told you it's addictive. Okay. Um, I was just trying to figure out a real reason about why I wasn't doing it besides being a horror movie. (laughs) Sure, 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 sure. But I know that it's haunted, cursed. I know it's cursed. Cursed, yeah. Yeah. So I don't need to get involved in that. So I'm just going to be like. Also, you're kind of an old man, Ragav is. Like, he's not. Uh, a slim, sexy daddy with biceps, <laughs> like Vin is. Oh, so like and climbing up and down that rope, having a rope. Yeah, yeah. I was never good in that in school. So, so I mean, really, if you're looking for a reason why you can't do it, it's because it involves a lot of rope climbing. <laughs> oh, well, that I, I literally couldn't do it. I physically could not do it. Yeah, I'd be like, I doesn't matter about all the doubloons in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just gonna go back and like. I don't know, figure out my accounting of my fucking money that I seem to have, maybe go to rehab? What am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing? And what does good old Rogs do? He's doing it. Okay. Double ding. Finally. Um, You absolutely, 150% could so not do this rope climbing situation (laughs) that we're about to hear about. Like, there's just no possible way for all the doubloons in the world you couldn't do it. So, Ragav goes to the well, climbs down. It is so, you can't see the bottom. That's how much rope climbing you have to do. Okay. And it's raining. Oh my it's God. Bad. I forgot it's raining. And uh, so he gets to the bottom and kind of like, you know, it's like dusty and old and kind of like knocks out a door that leads to another hallway. And he comes to this fucking like Indiana Jones ass box kind of thing, (laughs) you know? And he like unlocks it, but it's not like, it's like crank, crunk, (laughs) crook, you know, like opening it this way with lots of clanging Foley sounds. He climbs down another rope ladder into a womb. <gasps> a womb. We talked about being in a womb. A giant womb. Like, the, 
so many Berbers could fit in there. <laughs> I mean, thousands of Berbers could fit inside this Wumba. So many. And we now cut to a flashback of, this was very confusing, so I'm trying to be as clear as possible. We cut, so we're in the Wumba with Rav, um, Ragav, and we cut to a flashback and we see Vin doing something we'd never seen him do before, but is apparently part of what he has to do when he goes and gets coins. He's making a dough doll. Like, he's got <gasps> flour and water, and he's making, like, a dough doll. Okay. You know? And so that's why he was like, so, wife, I'm mad at you for grinding wheat while I was gone, but I'm going to need you to continue grinding wheat for me, because I need it for a special cursed doubloon right. escape that I'm doing. Is that the baby that he, someone took, or doll that someone gave away no, or something? that has okay. nothing okay. to do with anything else. Yeah, this is just a, this is just a dough of, a doll of dough that he's making. And so now we're back with Ragav in the Woomba, and the wall is like a uterine lining. Like, it is pulsing and oozing like a uterus. <laughs> okay. And he's freaked out. Sure. Because he's a man. Right. And he's like, ew, gross. <laughs> what is this? I feel like I want to regulate it. And I will. <laughs> um, and he gets, like, red, gross mucus on him. And he's like, Ugh. And I'm like, this is such a metaphor for right now today currently <laughs> that like a man finds himself in a uterus and is like ew what is this <laughs> um so we now see him see a clay pot okay so remember he pulled vin pulled a clay pot out of the ground then we saw vin making a dough doll ragov sees that clay pot and he opens it he kind of rubs it, think he's like, is this a G? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. So then he opens it, and there's a dough doll inside. But it's like, you know, cooked now. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Question 10. You got a clay pot with a, with a you got a clay pot with a cooked dough doll inside. Oh, I don't know what's happening. What are you gonna do with the cooked? Dough doll in the clay pot in the uterus womb. I don't honestly know. Well, Kim, you're down here. You fell down the rope that you tried to climb. You're here. Is this you're the in the fucking uterus? Let me ask some logistical questions. Logistical way. There is a well. What's his name? Not Ragov. The other guy? Daddy. Daddy. Uh, Daddy Vin went. Where did I see him come from with with the pot? Next to the thing that he climbed down that he then later climbed up and said, look at these doubloons in my hand. The well. Ragov's. Yes. Mm hmm. Wait, next next to the well, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Just on the mm-hmm. ground, there was a clay pot. Mm-hmm. And then he brought it down, and he came back up, and the mm-hmm. clay pot was full of money. No, there was nothing in the clay pot. The, the money was in his hand pocket. It was three coins. Okay. He took picked up a clay pot from the ground. 
mm-hmm. went into the well, came back mm-hmm. up with a clay pot mm-hmm. and money. Mm-hmm. Three monies. Okay. <laughs> Three monies. <laughs> I came down with no clay pot. No clay pot. And then I found one here. In the womb. That has a And you opened it. Hooked. Bread baby. Yes. And you're looking at it. Well, I just don't know because he <laughs> didn't seem to have any bread babies that I saw. Did I? Did I see him do something with a bread baby? We saw it as a flashback when Ragov was already down in the Woomba. Well. That's where you are. Yes. How'd that clay pot get back down there? Is it a different clay pot or the same clay pot? Unclear. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. The storytelling of this part was struggle bus. Okay. So like, for instance, it was kind of an ex machina, right? Where like uh, an ex machina is like, um, it's a saying it's, it's, there's a movie titled after it, after it, but it's a saying it's where you are in some sort of conflict and then something is introduced that we've never seen before that solves that conflict. And it's called an ex machina. It's, it would be like, um, you know, we're watching a movie about somebody that's like, oh, no. Like, if only we had a superhero that, that could withstand fire as we're being burned. And then all of a sudden a superhero that can withstand fire while they're being burned is like, I'm here to save you, but we've never seen him before. It's called an ex machina. So like this dough doll and clay pot was introduced so that when Ragov saw the clay pot, we weren't as confused as Ragov. Like Ragov was like, what is this clay pot? And we would have also been like, what is this clay pot? What is this dough doll? And they were like, oh, we should throw in like what this dough doll is that while Vin was down here, he was making a dough doll. The story, there, there, was, there was some Googling of of He made Wikipedia a dough doll in the womb? I don't know how he made it, but there's a pot with a dough doll in it. I'm saying in the flashback, he's in the womb while he's making the dough doll, or he's at home? He's, he's not at home, and he's not in the womb. He's just outside the womb before he goes into the the very last rope ladder that takes him down into the womb. He's like, right, you know, where the Indiana Jones clangy, clangy thing is. He's sitting on the ground and we see him making a dough doll. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to be like, would I have told this differently? Yes. Did anyone ask me? They didn't. <laughs> too many cooks in the kitchen already. Yeah. Uh, too many dough doll cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> I guess I'm going to take this guy out and leave it in the womb where I feel like he wants to be. Hopefully. Okay. I don't know. Like, who Lord only knows. And uh, I'll go make a dough doll from the outside the doorway where I assume there's flour. I don't know. Uh, no, he, 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 wait, I don't even know that he knows. 
<laughs> Listen, you're about as clueless as Ragav is at this moment, so your guess is as, is as good as his. Honestly. I'm just going to say that he fucking makes his own dough doll and puts it in this fucking okay. pot and cooks it up. Yeah, honestly, you and have I'm, like you have more information than Ragav had. I'm going to be like, what the fuck is this? I'm out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. One point. We got there. Get out of there. Don't touch the dough doll. Get out of the Woomba. Try to climb back up. That's going to be tough, but do your best. <laughs> Fucking Ragov picks up the dough doll and is like, what is this? And we're all like, what is this? And then a monster is like, I know what that is! And a screaming we can't really see it, but we got another goop body happening here. But it's like a young goop body, but it's like a he doesn't work out as much as Frank. He's very sinewy and long, and he's got a crown and a loincloth. A crown and a loincloth. Is this And scary teeth. Yeah, scary teeth and black eyes. Ooh. All right? And he appears to be made of uterus. Goop. He's, yeah, he's yucko. And screaming. Oh, because he lives in her womb. He lives in her womb. And he loves dem dough dolls. Why? <laughs> well, in the lore, he was very greedy. Right. And his mother was the goddess of gold and food. And he managed to steal the gold, but he was stopped by the other gods before he stole the grain. So now... Trapped in his mom's womb, he's like, I got all the gold, but I want that grain. And so. Okay, make, so you were exchanging you grain for gold. Well, now it makes sense. I was thinking the doll was important because it was a baby. Agreed. Not that it was you, red. You, you, are, you are up to where we are. <laughs> you are up to where the viewer was at this exact time. <laughs> This is, we're all like, right here. He babies. Yeah, it was the dough that he cared about. So, and attacked by monsters, womb, screaming to black. That's like a, a symbol. Great way to send it to you. Exactly. <laughs> so now we cut to Vin lowering himself back down into the womb. Okay, so like he probably left the womb and then hid, watched Ragov go down. Ragov never came back up. Now Vin is going back down, and he finds Ragav still alive, <sighs> but he is a uterine lining monster. <laughs> he's, par- he's part of the uterine lining, uh, and he's a monster, and he's goopy, and he's gurgling, uh, but not the fun. He's grumble grumbling, but not the fun not grumble the fun grumbling. <laughs> it's the screaming, dying grumble grumbling <laughs> that's like, oh no, I'm part of a uterus. and um, <laughs> Which was all of us at one point. Uh, all of us. But our, but this, I mean, this looks like some sort of ectopic pregnancy. He is very He's much like, like his limbs are sticking it, right? out. Yeah. And he doesn't look comfortable. He's very upset. And he's literally scream gurgling in pain. So question 11, what do you do? What does Vin do? I don't fucking know. Why are we doing this? Um, Again, you were, as I'm watching this, I go, what's he going to do? What's, what's happening? 
<laughs> What's happening? I mean, it seems like he did it on purpose. So I think he's going to be like, sorry, Ragov, here's your dough doll. Give me some more doubloons. Peace out. Okay. And honestly, I don't know how I'm getting this guy out of that uterus. What you don't know how you're getting I don't, out of the uterus. Well, I know how to get out. I do it all the time. Do you, though, with your arms? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Are you maybe stuck down here, too? I'm saying I don't know the magic of how to get that guy out yeah. of that uterus. Out of that, yeah. Lining. So what are you, so you going to do? I guess abort it. um i guess i will also have to leave him there i'm sorry that technically i was the one that did this to you but i don't know what the fuck to do so i'm gonna go and what it what did vin do i mean he's not helping him either zero points great vin vin has a a moment of conscience okay in this moment I guess he didn't know exactly what was going to happen. He did it. But, like, you did lead him down there. You did lead him down, like, in anger, for sure. Yes. So he's looking at his friend in pain. We see that Vin, like, has a moment of, like, empathy, humanity in him. Mm -hmm. And so he says, Raghav, go to sleep, or Hasser will come for you. Oh, okay. So Raghav goes to sleep. So at least he's not just like writhing in pain as part of a uterus. Great. I really didn't mean to pick a political movie, but the idea that I picked a movie where like two men are abusing a giant uterus that is Mother Earth is just a little too on the nose for me. And I just realized that right this (laughs) very second. He quieted Rogov down. okay, but he still has business in the womb. Now we get to actually see what Vin's business in the womb has been this whole time. Okay? So. Do tell. He has a bag of salt. He makes a salt circle around himself. Smart. That the rope is in. All right? He opens the clay pot. There's another dough baby in there. All right? Made another dough baby up there. Brought it back down. I guess he had a second clay pot. Let's not look into the details that that. Closely. Oh, so the pot's really just for cooking. Yes. Yeah. For and holding coins. Ah. I mean, I know that wasn't what happened, but like, yeah. Originally, no, that's for, always what I thought was going on. It's yeah, just no, a cooking for pot. Cooking. It's just a cooking pot. Yeah. It's a Dutch Got oven, it. basically. And so he opens the clay pot, and we hear the monster. And it's like climbing down the walls. But when it's climbing down the walls, that's how we understand how big the uterus is, the womb is. Because it looks like a spider climbing down my apartment wall. (laughs) Like that's how the size of it. But it's human sized. Um, And it comes down uh, and V, Vin, holds the doll out to it. And it kind of tries to get it. But any part of him that touches the salt circle, like, burns and disintegrates. 
So now Vin is kind of like taunting Haster, like, ha ha, I've got your dough, bread doll, baby. And uh, Haster gets mad, so he goes over to Ragov and rips his arm off and starts eating Oh it. my gosh. Well, this, this wakes Ragov up from his nap. Okay, like he's like, ah, my arm. <laughs> sure. And but he can't talk. It's just <laughs> that's what it says. And Vin then gets like mad that Haster is eating his friend's arm. And I'm like, really? Like you did this to him. So he throws the dough doll away from him. Haster swipes up the dough doll and starts eating it fr- frantically. His rump is now pointing at Vin and he's wearing a loincloth and he kind of like swipes at the loincloth and a bunch of gold coins pop out. Frankly, it looked like he was pooping gold. (laughs) I'm not going to say he was, but it looked like he was pooping gold coins. Okay. Okay. So it looks like to get the gold coins out of Haster, you just got to give him a little like and on his butthole. (laughs) A little grumble, grumble. A little grumble, grumble on his butthole. So they pop out. And Vin starts quickly grabbing them up, but like can only grab. It's like hungry, hungry hippo. Like he can only grab as many as he can find. And then because once Haster finishes the dough doll, you gotta go. like we're fucked, right. right? But this the but the salt circle is only a dome kind of over him, right? So eventually, when he climbs back up the rope, Haster is going to climb up the wall and be like, "You ain't in no salt circle now, bitch!" And I'm all done my dough doll. So now I'm going to fuck you up. So you got to get up that rope fast now. Not only do you have to be able to get up the rope, you got to get up the rope fast. So we see, uh, quickly grabs as many as he can, climbs back up. Ragov is, oh, before he climbs back up, Ragov is screaming again. Okay, so he woke him up again. Vin feels kind of bad. He's got his, his empty dough pot. He's got his coins he grabbed. He's got his lantern what do you do before you go back up? Question 12. Sleep or Haster will come for you. Mm-hmm. Hand in hand. What is- How is he climbing a rope with all those things in his hands? He's an athlete. <laughs> uh, he's a daddy athlete. He's a daddy athlete. Zero points. He throws the lantern at his friend and burns him. Lights him on fire. Oh, because that's what they want. Yeah. Great. So... Haster finishes the dough doll, starts climbing up the rope. V gets out just in time, shuts him in. So we're like, this is what this motherfucker has been doing for years. Is like going down, making a dough doll, luring Haster in, grab, tickling his butthole, get, grabbing the coins, climbing back up, driving back. to. That's what he's been doing. <sighs> it's exhausting. He's a greedy, greedy bastard. He's a greedy, greedy bastard. So now we cut to his wife. Cut to his wife. All right, we did all that. We're cutting back to his wife. And his wife is mad because he found out, uh, she found out that Vin is fucking the maid. Okay? So she's like, fuck you. I'm kicking you out. Goodbye. So she throws her out, and Vin is back now, and he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, she can't sleep here, and kicks her out. But Vin kind of, like, smiles at her, and we're like, what's that about? She throws the the maid out, not him. Yeah. Okay. She can't throw him out. We're in India, and she's a woman. So now we cut to, like, the exterior of his house, um, and then it morphs into the same exterior, but now is looking much nicer, and there's a car in front. Oh, okay. 
final chapter. Mm. 14 years later, 1947. Okay. Independent India. Okay. Cut to Vin. Waking up in the mansion, going down, getting more gold, but he kind of falls this time. Like he's getting older and he's like, this is fucking exhausting. And the mansion is even more in ruins. And then he's driving back in his car. So we get the sense like he's he's aging out. Yeah. Of being able to do this. So now we cut to him hanging out at a brothel slash opium den. Uh, The daddyum. The daddyum, our competition for the daddy. Well, yeah, because ours has naked men. Has daddies. Daddies. Yeah. So or, now we know, cut to. A mix. We can have a mix of. No, it's just that they're all called daddies. They're all called daddies. Yeah. yeah. All kinds of daddies. daddies. Femme daddies, butch daddies, non-binary daddies. All kinds of daddies. I like it. Yeah, it's going to be great. So. Cut to a 14-year-old in the courtyard of Vin's house, and he appears to be challenging himself, climbing up up and down a rope, keeping track of how many <coughs> shells he grabs. Um, there's, like, a hobby horse with, like, a loincloth on it where he practices, like, pulling coins tickling out the of the loincloth, tickling the butthole. You got to teach him early how to tickle <laughs> the butthole. Yep. <laughs> Yep, exactly. So now we cut to Vin with his mistress, who's now who's been living upstairs for 14 years. Like, he basically said, fuck you, wife. I'm putting my mistress up in the house next door, and her house is, uh, is my opium den, basically. Okay. And, uh, but now he's, uh, she is kissing on him, and then she, like, grabs his red coin purse, and she opens it, and she's like, empty again? It's been, it's been empty three times this year, whatever. And she's like, I'm worried about you. When will the boy be ready? And we see the boy climbing up the rope outside the window. Cut to V and then <laughs> eating dinner with his family. He's got three kids. And the boy that was climbing, his name is Pondering. And Pondering just wants to please his daddy. Hmm. His dad. <laughs> Not his daddy. His dad. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you for the clarity. Yeah, you're welcome. And tells him he's like, I did really good today. Then ignores him, does not even acknowledge that he's speaking. And he's like, how many did you ever pick up? What was the most you ever picked up? Dad doesn't answer, just leaves real shitty to his son. Cut to nighttime. Pondering is still practicing. Now he's strapped lanterns to his to his belt Vin takes a phone call and appears to be someone that he owes money to. And he's like, I'll have it for you, not now. Some mm-hmm. other time. Question 13, what do you do? What does Vin do? I think we send the boy. Fucking. <sighs> I don't know. Hand in hand. I don't know anymore. I hate being <laughs> part of this tale. Yeah. One point. He says to his wife, get the boy ready for tomorrow. Like, all of it seems horrible. I don't know. It's all terrible. Well, you're going to be really mad at him in a bit when we learn something. So he says, get the boy ready. The Pondering is so excited to start helping his dad. And he asks his, his mom, he's like, what will I do? And she's like, I don't know. Tell me when you get back. I don't know how any of that shit works. Your dad just comes back with coins. Let me know. Cut to wife. 
bringing him a big pot of flour into his mistress's den. And she's like, excuse me, can I, I have the flour that I grind for you? Oh, bother. While you're f- fucking her. Maybe they're a trouble. Opium. They're absolutely not. <laughs> the mistress is like smoking opium, just like smirking at the wife. And the wife is like, here's your flour. It's not a good situation. Um, they're not sister wives. They are not sister wives. So cut to her blessing Pondering before he goes, like, be safe. Cut to them in the car. And Pondering is like, why did you decide that I'm ready now when you told me I had to be 16 and I'm only 14? And Vin, like, barks at him and is like, you're not ready. Like, I'm not bringing you because you're ready. And Pondering is like, okay, you're an asshole, but I'm still trying to please you. So what's in Tombad? And Vin says, if there was a God whose mere touch would turn you immortal, letting you live for centuries, and you'd know where the eternal treasure is, all you have to do is eat and sleep, would you want that? What? And Pondering says, well, who wouldn't want that blessing? Because what he's hearing is, I live forever, and my only responsibilities are eating and sleeping. Yeah, you're skipping the goop body, dried up fucking parts of your old monster can't move from the bed situation. Couldn't have said it better myself. Having a tree growing out of you. Tree growing out of you. Or growing, being a part of a uterus also. Yeah. So Pondering is like, who wouldn't want that blessing? And Vin is like, it's not a blessing, but a curse worse than death. And then he creepily says to Pondering, his son, he says, I think I'll be coming home alone today. Except What? What? Mom? Where's my mom? But Pondering takes it in stride, like kind of takes it as like a challenge. So he's like, no, I'm like you. I'm not afraid of anything. Okay. Then we hear that the legend we heard from the very beginning is obviously Vin in this car ride telling Pondering right now. Okay. So it ends with, what do you mean? And he says, you'll know when you go inside the goddess's womb. Cut to them inside the womb. We cut right to the inside the womb. And Pondering is scared. Sure. Cut to him at that part right outside of the womb. And he's like... "Uh." here's how to make the dough doll. And he says also put some pebbles in it because it takes him longer if there's like pebbles in it that he has to try to chew through. And makes one and Pondering is like, here it is. And then he just throws it away. Dad, Vin throws it away. And Pondering's like, why'd you do that? And he's like, we won't need these. We're just practicing today. We're just, this is just practice. I just want to show you how to make them. And we're going to practice going down into the womb. Cut to them in the womb now. They've gone down. And he's showing him how to make a salt circle. And he says it'll destroy him if he crosses. And he says, remember, he couldn't get the grain, so he yearns for it. And Pondering says, what if he touches you? And he says, then you'll be cursed like grandma. So, like, if Haster touches you, you're eternal life monster person. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so... man, it's like we're in a video game. Yeah. So they both... Look over to a burn spot that has a skull in it. Sure. Where Ragav was. And uh, and Pondering is like, who, what, was, is that? 
And he's like, that was my friend. And he's like, did Haster do this? And his dad nods. And then he's like, so when will he come? And he says, he'll come when we show the doll, but this is just practice. That's why we didn't bring any. And then Pondering says, oops, <gasps> I brought one. No. I thought I was being a go-getter. No, 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 you know, no, 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 It's no, no, trying no. to impress you. And then all of a sudden, Hester yeah. comes and barely misses Vin, who rolls back into the circle, which pushes Pondering out of the circle. Question 14, what do you do? What does Vin do? I save my son, hand in hand. Uh, I guess that maybe kills me, but... No, and so ju just as Haster is about to touch Pondering, Vin saves him and throws him the doll, throws it away, and he's like, go eat your doll. let's get back into the circle. And Vin starts climbing up the rope ladder, and, and Pondering is still trying to impress his dad, so he goes, and while he's eating the doll, he grabs at his loincloth and grabs up his coins and then starts climbing up the rope, and Vin is pissed and is like, I told you! But also, but also, where are those coins? I mean, give them, <laughs> give them over. And uh, gives him one as his first earnings. Cut to mom, asking Pondering what he saw. And he's like, that's between me and father. You focus on the household. And she's Whoa. like, excuse me? She slaps him. And then he hands her a gold coin. And she's like, what is this? And he says, open it. It's not the real gold coin. It's like chocolate. And so he gives it to her as a gift. And she, she eats it. And she says, does your father like these? And Pondering says, he doesn't like anything. And she says, then what's the point? Yeah. Like a moment of clarity. Mm. Cut to Vin with businessmen. And he like wiggles a co full coin purse at his mistress across the way. And she's like, yay, money. <laughs> and the businessmen are like, you know, your mansion that we're in right now doesn't suit your stature. It's falling apart and blah, blah, blah. Let us find you a new one. And Vin says, I have Tumbad. Or I have one in Tumbad. And the businessmen say, no, you don't. Tumbad was just sold to the Indian government. And he's like, no, no, no. I keep all the lords of Tumbad happy so that I can maintain my, you know, mansion there. And. Uh, businessman is like, well, take it up with the lords because Tumbad belongs to the Indian government now. So I don't know if they're going to let you like keep going in and out of your mansion that doesn't belong to you anymore. Vin seems concerned. Cut to Pondering confronting. Oh, cut to nighttime. Pondering, the child, small child, 14, is at the bottom of the stairs and the mistress is walking down and she's like, excuse me. And he, like, doesn't move. And she's like, okay, little boy, do you want me to wake the whole house? And he's like, soon I'll be running the show. And I'm going to marry you. And she's like, <laughs> What? Ewies, you're 14. And then he pulls out the gold coin. And she's like, my gosh little baby daddy just kidding and she's like into it cut to pondering with vin and vin is wasted uh because he's upset that he's losing the mansion in tumbad and he's like open the safe and pondering opens like a 
door. And he's got tons of fucking money in there. So this is where I said that he was going to be mad. He, do, he has tons of fucking money in there. He doesn't need to be doing this anymore. anymore. He could just like, he could invest or something. Like he does not need any more. And pondering is like, oh my God, that'll last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And Vin is all drunk and he's like, you're just like my stupid mother thinking a coin will last a lifetime. And then he falls over and cries about his mommy. Literally. He's like, mommy. <laughs> drunk. Deal with your trauma. <laughs> so now we cut to Vin uh, waking up with his mistress and she's like sitting on the bed and she's like playing with the gold coin that Pondering gave her. And Vin is like, what the fuck? So he cut to him beating the shit out of Pondering and being like, bro, you don't get to come for my mistress, child. And he's like, I'm going to throw you in the river, which is what his mom said to him, and starts like. Uh, We need to be the breakers of our generational curses. Right. Yeah. Starts strangling him. And Pondering is like, you're doing it wrong. And Vin is like, what? He's like, you got to take the whole loincloth, not just the coins. And Vin lets him go. And he's like, how would we do that? And he's like, well, you got to buy more time. You got to, like, make it so that you have time to, like, get the loincloth off. Because the loincloth is what makes the coin. So if we take the loincloth, we got all the coins that we need, theoretically. And... um, So he says, how would we buy more time? And Pondering says, we make a bunch of dolls. And when he finishes one, we throw him another. Question 16, what do you decide to do? What does Vin decide to do? Uh, Goes for it. He goes for it. I'm tapping out of this biz. I got coins for enough lifetimes. I'm going to hire a financial guide and a therapist financial guide. I don't even know what they're called. Advisor, a therapist. You have money for all of it. Break my own generational trauma, ancestral trauma, and um, move on with my life. Great job. (laughs) So now that Vin has a way of making more money, he apologizes to Pondering for strangling him. And (laughs) Vin is, yeah. And Vin is like, thank you, dad. But, you know, keep it in your pants for a little bit longer. And Pondering says, until then, what do I do? And Vin laughs and laughs at the precociousness of his horny child. (laughs) And now we cut to a lavish party. And now he's including Pondering in this. So he's like, oh, look at my little offspring, my little partner and my crimes. They're not crimes. I'm stealing gold from a god. And (laughs) I think it's a brothel. So I think he owns some sort of brothel situation. And now we cut to people, not just his wife, but a bunch of people making a bunch of flour for, like, many pots of flour to take to the mansion. And cut to them coming to the mansion with a bunch of dough dolls, or, you know, flour for dough dolls. Cut to them spreading salt around the exit as well. So now there's a circle of salt around the exit that they have to climb up out of the womb. They go down into the womb and they make a salt circle at the bottom. So there's a salt circle at the top of the rope and a salt circle at the bottom of the rope, okay? And the salt circle makes like a little five-foot dome around you, basically. Uh, Vin then is like, all right, we're going to do this. And he pulls out two dough dolls. Here comes Haster. 
and another haster. What? There's one haster for every doll. <gasps> oh, shit. So he, Vin is holding the two dolls. He turns around and he says Pondering, sees Pondering pulling all the dolls out of their bag. And now the place is crawling with hasters. And the circle, the salt circle, is surrounded by dozens of hasters. And so Vin is like, fuck. And Pondering is like, fuck. And so they throw one and it's mayhem. Like two of them are fighting over it. One throws another haster into um, the the salt circle. And we kind of see what happens that they just like turn to dust if they cross the salt circle at all. All just mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. Black. Lantern then. Uh, mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. Lantern goes out. We're now in the dark. Dark, dark uterus infested with hasters. <laughs> we now cut to pondering asleep in the salt circle. Because they're just like, well, okay, I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So. Vin, we then see him light a single match so that he can just kind of see what's around him. And this, they're all just grumble grumbling around. He can just hear him. He can barely see him. And he's just like kind of just hears them surrounding him. And then one <laughs> jumps at the circle and kind of like sparks fly, you know, as he sort of like touches the circle. Cut to Vin now lighting another match. And he has tears in his eyes. <sighs> Question 17. What do you do? What does Vin do? So you threw one doll out, but you have all the rest of the dolls. Oh, we have all the rest of the dolls. Yeah. (laughs) Why am I such a greedy, greedy bastard? You're such a greedy, greedy bastard, and this is what happens when you're a greedy, greedy. Okay. I mean, I... uh... I'll give you a clue because you have been such a greedy, greedy bastard. I feel like I owe this clue to you. You may have been visited by three ghosts in your nap in the salt circle. Hmm. So um, I guess that he sacrifices himself to save Ponderosa. But how (laughs) does he save Ponderosa? (laughs) trying to think of the magic that happens there's so much magic (sighs) there's and there's so many doe dolls and there's so so many monsters and hasters and so many greeds i it's tough so i mean i think the goal would be to get away from this area so i'm gonna throw all the dolls as far away as possible okay and then send up my boy and then if anyone steps out of line kind of going towards him then i'll leave the salt circle myself and be like over here come get me okay what does he do maybe he just takes all the maybe he just holds on to all the dolls and like runs out into the out of the salt circle Hey. 
I gave you a point. He does it a little different differently. Pondering wakes up to a bunch of snarling hasters to see that his dad has tied all of the all of the dolls to himself. Uh-huh. And P is begging him not to do this. Cut to Pete pondering, lighting a match in slow-mo. And we see Vin climbing up the rope in slow-mo. And all of them sort of going to attack him and jumping on him. Some fall. And then and they turn to death. Sizzled. That's right. Uh, but they're all touching him and grabbing at the dolls as he does it. But he keeps going up. And then any that are left that haven't fallen, sizzle. At the Because there's one. a salt circle. Right at the exit. So now, Hasters are all dusted and Pondering is just at the bottom of the womb like, (laughs) 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 cut to Pondering having climbed back up and he's walking back through the hallways and he is traumatized. Sure, I am too. He's climbing up out of the well so now he's in the raining courtyard and he's crying and he's like, <laughs> the trauma, the trauma. <laughs> and then he sees dad monster. And his dad is like all put together wrong and he's all goop bodied, ah! gross monster. And he's just like, <laughs> and he's holding something out in his hand and pondering his crying. And Monster Dad, holding his hand out, is like, here. Here's the loincloth. Got it. Question 18, what do you do? What does Pondering do? (sighs) Pondering. Pondering. Come. You're pondering, pondering. Pondering. Come with me. Come with me, brother. Let's, Let's end this curse. I think maybe... Hand in hand, we don't take it, and we light them on fire. Ooh, Double ding, pondering. Way to be he the breaker of your generational trauma. Yep, he won't take it. Instead, he does in fact light his dad on fire. Wow. Pondering is sobbing, sobbing, and then says, Father, sleep, or Hester will come for you. Oh, (laughs) gosh. That makes me sad, Pondering. And his burned up dad goes to sleep. Pondering leaves, crying, closes the door to the mansion. Buddy black the end man oh man that was a lot it was a lot it was a lot good job pondering i'm so proud of you buddy pastor was scary as fuck was he yeah it was really it was a creepy fucking monster that was actually what made me watch it because like i didn't read anything about it i just read like from this you know buzzfeed list or whatever i was looking at and it was just like you know uh Ancient Indian lore leads to greed and monsters yeah, or whatever yeah, the fuck it said. Yeah. But the picture was just 
of Terrifying. the Haster monster. And I was like, Ugh! So there we go. Wow. Oh, gosh. It's giving me a lot of feelings. Do, uh, think about your feelings. I'm going to total your points, Ugh. and then I want to hear some of your feelings. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Oakley dokley. I didn't. We're dead or alive. Uh-huh. You got two out of four. I didn't fucking do great about most of the two out of four two out of seven my bad oh <laughs> two out of seven. i was like i definitely remember more than that uh, yeah my bad two out of seven for questions you got 22 out of 36 not you had three double dings yeah but you had du- three double dings yeah, but i had a lot of, of zeros too you I, did I, but I also also the storytelling was <laughs> it was a little it was a little all little weeble wobbly. Weeble wobbly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um for a total of twenty-four out of forty. Twenty-four out of forty. That's not good for me, but I'll take but you're it. You're alive. You made it you made it out of the womb. I did. Yeah, Your I did get noodles now. The last parts at least. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um man. so that was that was Tumbad. I think I watched it on Amazon Prime. So, how do you spell it? It's T U M B B H A D. Ah, okay. Oh, and I guess uh, people in India, when this came out, they were like, Is Tumbad a real place? I've never heard of it. <laughs> oh, shit. And it turns out it is. What? Is it cursed? And like, people in, I, I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna post mortem because people in India were like, What? Like, I guess it's so, it, like, it's so small that they were like, I've never heard of it, but apparently it's a real place. Wow, creepy. Mm-hmm. Well, great job. Thank you. You're welcome. I just feel like it was dripping with meaning, the movie. Lots of meaning. And so I and think it, I'm getting feelings around it. Just dripping yeah. with meaning. But also the but, thing to remember yeah. is, like, if you're ever going to fall prey to something, it's not going to be greed. You, Kim Burns. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. (laughs) I'm not worried about anything. I didn't say you were worried about it. I was paying you a fucking compliment, you cunt. (laughs) I thought you were like trying to help my feelings. Not at all. No, I was just saying like of all the people. Yeah, I was just like of all the people that I know. Someone who's not going to go down into a gold-filled uterus to defeat a, a womb monster for greed, it's Kim Burns. <laughs> Agreed. Mostly due to her arm strength. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the hits keep on coming. Uh. Um, yeah, so I guess that's, 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 that's what we did. That's what we did today. We went down into a uterus. Um, Great job. Speaking of uteruses, you know, give money to people that are trying to save ours and don't for vote for people that are trying to um, invade, you know, take over our uteruses. That would be great. Um, 
didn't mean for this to be a political statement, but everything is. So there we are. Um, you can follow us at KK Sam Podcast on all the things. Um, join our Patreon, you guys. We work really hard over there, and we have lots of secrets and surprises. We have secret doubloons secret over there. Come to our Patreon for the secret yes. doubloons. Give us your doubloons, and we'll ret- give you re- d- fucking dough babies. Dough babies, yeah, exactly. We got all kinds of dough babies up in Patreon. Yeah. Um. So I think that's it. Uh, anything to add? Yeah, just um, write us a five-star review, please. It really helps us out. Thanks so much. That's yes. all. Um, so this has been Kim and Kat's Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week. Stay alive. Stay alive. Ghosted me. I'm done. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.